podcast. This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava. And it is Wednesday. So we're halfway through the week, and it's been just a really quick week for me just because we had Monday off um, from work. I was traveling a little bit yesterday and then had a, a day of work. And then today I also had work, and it seems like the week's just flying by. And so there are some releases coming up near the end of the week, and that's kind of been the trend for Nike, a lot more Thursday, Friday, Saturday releases, and so I will be going after those. I think most notably the Nike Dunks are coming out tomorrow. I think the, the I think it's like the Commemorative Garden is what the colorway is called. They originally called the Lemon Denims, but they aren't, they weren't called that by Nike. I think that was kind of like just a sneaker community name for them, but they are supposed to release tomorrow, at least to my knowledge. But I'll have to double check that on the sneakers app and make sure they haven't changed anything. So I think those are releasing tomorrow. Those are a full send. Dunks and just in general are always a go because it doesn't really matter the size either because they're going to resell well. And so you just go for them. Go for whatever size you can get. I mean, I've sold dunks that are child size before and made really good profit on them. So it just really depends on what the shoe is but sometimes all sizes are just a full go and you can really do very well with that so that's what i'm going to be going after tomorrow and there will be some other sneaker releases later on in the week i believe but that's really what i'm focused on for tomorrow and then just trying to get some of these other releases um trying to learn other releases and stuff there's just a lot of stuff that i have to do so like yesterday i got home from work and I opened the garage door and there was probably a pile of boxes like taller than me. And first off, it kind of took me by surprise because I didn't realize that there would be that many boxes. And that, I just didn't expect them to deliver so much. And I got a notification today that they delivered a ton more. And so now it's at a point where I have a ton of inventory. I need to get it moving very, very quickly. I was very fortunate to have two very large sales over the weekend that cleared up a lot more capital for me which was huge because I've been buying a lot and just prepping for Q4 and buying a lot of good Q4 items. And for me, I was able to get two pairs of Yeezys sold, which is good. Got those out the door. That cleared up about, that gave me like 800 bucks of capital to work with, which is awesome. And kind of kept working with that and going back, re-buying more items and just trying to keep things moving. And so that's always a huge plus whenever you can sell some of those bigger ticket items and get some profit for them get them moving and then get more items back in your store that have maybe a higher chance to flip or a higher resale value. It's always a good feeling. And so that was what I'm going to be doing. That's what I'm going to be doing tonight. I'm going to be doing a little bit of setup for the release tomorrow. And then it's really going to be focusing and getting down with the listing process for eBay because there's just so many listings I need to do on eBay. So many I need to do on Mercari. I'm going to be hitting those platforms pretty hard here. And I'm really looking forward to Mercari rolling out there. Uh, new system where they are doing their pro seller program if they end up doing that anytime soon which i think was originally supposed to be in the summer and then now they backed it up a little bit more but they're doing a pro seller program where they are supposed to be importing your ebay listings automatically which would be huge for me i would really appreciate that that kind of stuff is awesome to be able to have that sort of an automatic feature would save me so much time and so that's just something that i would be looking forward to But we'll see if they end up doing that or maybe they end up doing something else. So that's something I'm looking forward to. And I'm just going to be listing on those two platforms, really trying to hit those heavy. And then looking into hitting Amazon a little bit more. And so the thing about Amazon that's always frightened me is that Amazon is super, uh, super ban heavy or very easily to get yourself 
uh, suspended on their platform. And it makes sense to a degree. As a seller, you don't really agree with it. And I, I don't really enjoy it that much because you end up having a very high chance of losing what you've built on Amazon. And especially if you are not a very uh, well, I guess, well-established seller on their platform. And so if you're a newer seller, it's very easy to get yourself restricted, very easy to, well, you're already restricted on a lot of stuff, but it's very easy to get suspended or even banned on Amazon, depending on what you're doing. And so if somebody files a claim against you on Amazon, it's very easy to get suspended just because a buyer didn't want to have to pay their return shipping, right? They'll say something was not legitimate or something was not, uh, they'll file like an A to Z claim or something like that. So you'll get a bunch of different claims on Amazon. And I know all this because I've looked into it a good bit and kind of realized that I didn't think Amazon was for me starting out. But looking at this now, looking at where things are going, I've kind of gotten to a place where I feel like eBay hasn't stagnated, but I feel like I'm, uh, I feel like I'd like to move items a little bit quicker. And I feel like Amazon, there's just a whole side of retail arbitrage that I'm not hitting because I don't have the, either the ability to sell on Amazon with those items. So I'm restricted or gated, which is kind of a, a problem with them. And the only way to get ungated is to become a pro seller. So you're paying 40 bucks a month. So for me, I'd have to be making at least 40 bucks profit on Amazon to equal that out. And then on top of that, you have to be doing a high volume of sales so that you're making them a lot of money. They reward you with, um, with being able to buy from or being able to sell on their platform. And so they reward you with more ability to sell different brands and stuff. And so that's something that you have to do, but you have to prove your worth to them because they don't want just anybody coming in selling a shoe from Nike or selling a, you know, some sort of like, I don't know, Coleman grill or something like that. Like you can't just sell any of these things because these are big brands. Amazon sells new products and they don't want their sellers that are very new selling these products and giving them a bad reputation. You don't want a bunch of people just sending in random crap and then somebody gets a pair of Nike shoes or the box is totally mangled or the shoes aren't the right size or, or whatever. You don't want that. And so Amazon kind of vets the sellers to make sure that they are good sellers and good people that are very well trusted and then the, the best of the best kind of get to sell these bigger brands. And so that's something that I am trying to work for because there's really a lot of profit to be made in selling a pair of Nike shoes or selling some of these other sorts of items on Amazon because there's just such a high demand with Amazon. And so that's something I would like to get into and, and learn how to do. And the other thing is that I'm not really using my Amazon account that much. It's very seldom I'll sell a book on there or something that I have picked up just that I saw could do decently well on Amazon, but I haven't really made a sale on there in probably months. And it's something where I think that they're kind of hiding some listings just because there's such a volume of people rushing to buy and rushing to sell on Amazon just with the time that we're in. But the other thing is that I think that, um, you know, I've always been kind of afraid of losing that account because Amazon's a huge bonus to be able to sell there with some of the items that you find. And so I'm at the point where I'm not even selling that much on there. Like if I lose the account, I lose the account, whatever. Like it's not something I'll be pumped about, but at the same time, if I'm not making sales on there anyways, I kind of need to, I need to use it for something or it's just going to waste. And so I'm going to give it a shot at some point. I'm going to start trying to sell as much as I can on there because I think that there are a lot of opportunities to be had on Amazon where you can start to make a ton of money. And so that's something I'm looking at and something I'm going to be working towards, but just looking at today and thinking about some of the things I've been wondering about some different podcast ideas that I could do. 
And one of the things that stuck out to me was looking for different niches. And so I think a lot of us, we come into reselling, we have really no idea what we're doing. And that's something for me that I started out with. I didn't know what I was looking for. I started with coffee mugs, probably one of the least profitable niches you can have uh, from a from a not from an ROI standpoint, but from a, just a pure profit, right? You're looking to make five to 10 bucks a mug and they don't sell all that fast sometimes. And so for me, I was kind of working with little capital. So it was a good investment to spend 25, 50 cents on a mug and wait for it to sell. And so the ROI was great, but the actual return, the five to $7 profit wasn't that huge. And so looking at learning a new niche, I'm just thinking back to what I did and what I would do now. And it's very, it's just very research intensive, right? That's really what you have to do. If you're going to learn a new niche, the way that I do it is I go on Instagram and I do a lot of Instagram commenting anyways, just because um, I, I do a lot of like Gary Vee's $1.80 strategy. And if you want to know what that is, you just Google that. It's pretty simple. But I do that and from there I end up learning a lot just because I'm always interacting with other resellers and I'm seeing what they're posting on Instagram, seeing what kinds of items they're selling whenever they say, hey, here's my sales for the week or whatever. Um, you just learn a lot from that. And so one of the things I do is I try and look for trends of what starts to look like it's selling well. And then from there, if it's something that piques my interest, right? I look and I say the profit there looks good and it looks like an item that I'm not going to want to you know, pull my hair out trying to list or source or something, I will end up looking into that item. And then from there, I'll go search the item or similar items on eBay. I'll do filter by sold and I'll look at what they are selling for. And then I'll start looking into where can I get them and I'll start looking into things like that. And so that's really how I look for new niches. I, I try and start with something that's already established because I don't think that I'm going to go out there anytime soon and start establishing a whole new niche of reselling. I'm trying to, I mean, it's very possible that you do that. Maybe you find an item in the store that maybe there's just such a huge demand on Amazon for that people haven't found yet. And that's very possible because there's so many items on Amazon that it wouldn't be that hard for you to find this specific type of, I don't know, facial cream or something that, you know, everybody's really into oatmeal face cream or something. I don't know, like, like something like that where you can sell that on Amazon and maybe there's not a huge amount of sellers on the listing or on the types of listings that that niche is in, but for whatever reason, you can get a good supply of it and you can sell a ton of it on there. Um, but for me, I don't really see me doing that anytime soon just because it's it's kind of hard to do that. You have to really be out there looking for RA items, looking for OA, OA items that are um, selling really well. And I'm not really doing that. I'm looking for items that I know are already selling well, uh, items that I get a good lead on and stuff. And so I'm not looking for whole new niches typically, but when I do, I don't just go and, uh, kind of just go out there and look, that's one way to do it. But what I typically like to do is, like I said, I go on Instagram, I will look for what other people are selling, you know, hashtag eBay sellers and stuff. I'll look up those kinds of hashtags and then I'll go through what people are saying. Hey, I sold this this week. I sold this and I'll look like, oh, that person sells Snap-on tools. Okay. Well, I don't know what Snap-on is. And so I'll go look and find out that it's a really good tool brand. And then people that are buying these things are looking to buy maybe for one to $10 at a garage sale. And they go from the garage sale, they flip it for like 70 bucks on eBay. Like those are niches you can learn. And all you have to do is type in snap on tools on eBay. You can look and say, okay, well, after looking at maybe a hundred sold comps, I can see that the, the pipe wrenches or maybe just the standard wrenches, they look like they sell pretty well. Okay. What sizes sell better? And then you can learn a little bit. You can go, okay, what, what other wrenches sell better? And you can look maybe into the 
uh, you know, when you scroll down a little bit, it says here's some similar items and maybe another brand pops up that sells really high. That's a way to do it. Now, another way I would just maybe type in wrenches, right? If you want to learn about wrenches, because you see a lot of them at garage sales and you never know which one to pick up, just Google, Google it or look it up on eBay, I mean, and then hit the sold comps and just maybe sort by highest sold or maybe sort by, you know, I don't know, I'm trying to make 40 to $100 on a wrench. So maybe you you make the sold comp somewhere between, I don't know, at least $40 was the sold price. And that way you're saying, okay, I'm looking to pick these things up for, I always see them for five bucks at a garage sale. So I know that I can make about 35 bucks on one of these and then I'll take out shipping and all that other stuff. But uh, I'll at least go $40 sales and higher to get out the, the cheap crappy tools that I don't wanna really look for anyways. And so you can search buy eBay solds and basically learn just from that. And that's how I would recommend learning new niches because that and then Amazon, you can look at Amazon, look at the rank on there. You can get a Keepa chart or a Camel 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 chart, which is uh, both two charts that that these separate companies track Amazon seller rank and then they basically graph it and you can look and say, hey, here's what the seller rank is doing. It's obviously jumping down a lot uh, getting closer to one very frequently, that means there must be a lot of sales of this item. And so, as it approaches one, you know, if it goes from a million to a hundred thousand to fifty thousand, and it keeps going down, you know, fifty thousand, then back up to a hundred, then fifty fifty thousand again, then twenty thousand, or whatever, you know, as it keeps dropping down and going back up, those are sales that are happening on Amazon. And so, you can look and say, hey, these are selling on Amazon pretty well. Um, I, I see that there's obviously a demand for this, and so I'll go out and look for it. And that doesn't typically work with used stuff as well, but you get the point. If you see an item in store or whatever, you can look that up on Amazon and see what the sales rank is. The best way is just looking and seeing what other people are doing. The best way I learn things is from other people. I don't really think that I learn a ton from just intuitively looking things up. I'm not that intuitive with this kind of stuff sometimes. And so I need to learn from the people that are around me, learn, see that people are sending things into ThreadUp. Well, what's ThreadUp? And then I start looking into that. And so you learn whole new marketplaces, whole new niches from just going on Instagram, looking up hashtags that are related to reselling, you know, hashtag reselling or hashtag, um, you know, eBay, hashtag Mercari, any of these hashtags, you can see people post all the time what they're selling. Even sometimes people will post stuff that they are finding that's like a, a very hot item right now. So maybe you can even get a good lead off of there. There's, there's so many different ways to learn. And sometimes things that are on Instagram are already dead anyways. Like if somebody's posting about it, pretty much everybody's probably going to see it anyway. But still, you may be able to find yourself a little bit of profit. That's not to say that just because you weren't one of the first people to jump in on an item that's hot, that's doing well retail arbitrage or online arbitrage, that doesn't mean that it still won't do well. I, I've gotten in on items months after they've been, you know, initially got really hot in the reselling world and things still do really well. And so you just have to be willing to put yourself out there a little bit and go on Instagram just look through the hashtags. You don't even have to comment if you don't want to, but it's always good. I mean, a lot of people are super helpful. You can actually ask them, hey, you know, how are you How are you able to uh, learn about this? You know, what got you started learning about this specific niche? And maybe they'll tell you, maybe they won't, but at least you get an, a chance of learning. So that's what I do. That's really the best way for me to learn niches, just going on, seeing what other people are selling, and then looking, doing the research myself, going on eBay, looking up stuff, looking up stuff on Amazon, trying to learn as much as I can about the items to have a better understanding of the market for them and which ones and brands sell better. So hopefully that helps. Hopefully that gives you a little bit of an insight as to how to source for new niches and how I'd like to look up and learn new sorts of items to sell. But if that helps you out, then uh, then I guess I accomplished my goal today. So 
Uh, with that being said, I'm going to go. But you guys have a good one. Have a good rest of your Wednesday, and I will get with you tomorrow with another podcast. Peace.